Thanks for joining us and supporting Vikido Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about summertime, the problems and illnesses from the ticks, mosquitoes, and fleas. In other words, nasty insects. Now, according to the CDC, illnesses from mosquito, tick, and flea bites have tripled in the U.S., with more than 640,000 cases reported from 2004 through 2016. Dr. D. Banks Bright, our co-host and infectious disease specialist, will be giving us tips on how we can protect ourselves during these summer months of warm and hot weather. She's given us tips on how we can protect ourselves from these insects so that we will not get infected and ill. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks Bright. Hey, Vicki, how are you? I am fine, and you? Noah let us out the art. I know. We see sunshine <laughs> we finally. See sunshine finally. Now we're gonna get a heat wave. Now, you know, you now, know it can't you know it just can't be it right. It can't be in between. Like Nate said, it just doesn't come correct. No, just <laughs> <laughs> it just does not come correct. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. But it's gonna it. be all they say it's gonna hit the world. So they well, talk about Germany. Germany and, and all these countries are gonna be hit by a heat wave to the extent that it will be dangerous right. for people. I mean like losing lives and stuff like that yes well you know when it gets that hot people always tell people to worry about you know people the elderly and stuff like that because a lot of these people don't have air conditioning and you know a fan just moves hot air around doesn't really help right so you're getting hit with hot air hot air so people are always told to check on your neighbors and stuff because people you know they and then they get dehydrated and People, yeah, people so die. it's not great. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But for now, we'll just enjoy the wonderful weather. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I am, definitely. Well, today we talk about the problems and precautions of summertime in Northeast Ohio with the ticks and the mosquitoes and fleas and just nasty insects. <laughs> <laughs> nasty. Nasty insects. insects. <laughs> According to the CDC, illnesses from mosquitoes, the ticks, and flea bites have tripled in the U.S. with more than, this is what tripped me out, 640,000 cases Mm -hmm. reported during the 13 years 
from 2004 through 2016. Uh -huh. Nine new germs spread by mosquitoes and ticks were discovered or introduced into the United States during this time. And we talked about on our show, we talked about Zika mm -hmm. and West Niles. And so you've heard all these in the news, Lyme disease and others. That comes, all these diseases comes from getting bitten by infected nasty insects. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and so our oh, co-host, the one and only Dr. D. Banks Bright. She's an infectious disease specialist and has always kept us up to date on what's going on here in the U.S. and worldwide with these different diseases. And today she will be presenting and sharing with us about how we can protect ourselves during the summer months here in Northeast Ohio. But anywhere else, there is warm and hot weather, how we can protect ourselves from these nasty insects, <laughs> the mosquitoes the fleas, the ticks, and all of these things so that we will not get infected with these illnesses. We can't wait to hear from Dr. D. I can't wait to talk about it either. Yes. We want you guys to stay tuned and to listen. We are, we're hustling right now. We're, we're trying to get our schedule together because we take time though. We take time. We, we have a thoughtful process mm -hmm. when we're trying to get outstanding guests to our mm -hmm. show. Right, D? Right. Exactly. We, we think about, okay, who would be outstanding on the show? For a certain topic. For certain topics. Uh -huh. You know, what topics are hot out here that people need to know the real deal, not just some crazy stuff that people talk about, but evidence-based stuff, mm -hmm. and who would be delightful to talk with. So we are doing that right now. We're making our fall schedule. We're getting that together with our outstanding guests for the show. And you know our show is, it's all about health and fitness. You guys got to make sure, you have to make sure that you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and any of your favorite podcast platforms and when you subscribe you will automatically be notified when we post a new show and this will help you to stay in the loop and also be able to listen to and share the pertinent and relevant and helpful information that we are pumping out that will help all of us to transform our lives and that's what it's all about, right, Dee? Absolutely. Transforming our lives. Transforming our lives. Yes, so that we can live each day as healthy, happy people. And so what do we say here at Vicky Doe Fitness? We say it takes step by step to a better you. And yep. it really does. It yeah, takes it does. consistent and mm -hmm. intentional steps taken every day that helps you receive mm -hmm. these positive health outcomes. So let's keep at it, folks. Let's keep at it and let's be consistent. Even mo most especially today, we need to be out there doing something Absolutely. outside. I just got a new Fitbit. Okay. So yes. Yes. Re re restart redoing my, my Fitbit. Yeah. Things. Getting, yeah. Tracking. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Doing that activity tracking. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we want to encourage all you guys to get out there and do something today. Mm -hmm. exactly. And as always, Dee. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Like I said, I rolled in here this morning to the office studio and I was like, ah, 
thank God. I finally got Natalie moved in. You know, we were waiting for two men in a truck. <laughs> you know, they came and they're very efficient. Mm-hmm. And so they unpacked stuff from where she was in Cleveland uh-huh. and then came down to Columbus, unpacked it, put stuff together. Oh, they did? Oh, wow. Yes, very efficient mm-hmm. and didn't take long either. Wow. And then the next day we had other stuff delivered. Mm -hmm. So I was determined to stay down there and help Natalie at least have her place looking like a home Mm -hmm. so that she can take the time that she needs to unpack the boxes. But at least she got a bed together. And, you know, I I remember, you know, that the bed is critical. Just get that bed. up. That bed is critical. And then you can deal with everything else. That's it. Yeah. I remember those Mm -hmm. days. So she's all set. Good. Yes. So when does school start? School starts in August. Okay. Wow. That's her. And then Andrea's taken off again. Because cause school will be starting with her in August as well. So as we say, when you in June, shoot, August is a blink. Next thing you know, it's October. I was just getting ready to say <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I think they're already getting ready to put school stuff up. Yeah, they've been the doing end. that. Yes. Mark my words, it's the beginning of July yes. soon. And they'll be putting up stuff because truthfully, mm-hmm. Colleges start around August the yes, 12th. Yes, they do. August the 12th. Right? Right. And then it depends on which ones, and then mm-hmm. they, it layers. It's mm-hmm. the 12th, yeah. then it's the 20th, mm-hmm. then it's the last week. Mm-hmm. Because they got out in May. Yeah. Many of them got out that first weekend or second mm-hmm. weekend of May graduating. So you talk about May, June, July, August. They're back. They're back in school. That's three months. They're back. Yeah, yeah, so and it, it keeps it, rolling. It goes, you know, summer, the, the, the solstice came. Remember the party we went to? Yes. You see, I posted them on yes. Facebook. The summer solstice party that we went to at the Cleveland Museum. Yes, yeah. yes. And so then after that, I mean, it's really nice to talk about it's summer, but it also means to me the days are now getting shorter. Shorter. One minute. You only have that just a little window. I only have that one window. It'll be dark waking up at 730. <laughs> I hate to be I, mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But Do we have to think be, about it'll that? It'll still be dark at 730. I know. Yeah, we got to think about that. That's terrible. There it is. I know. But that's it, there right? It that's that's it. it. So yeah, I'm trying to get back on track. I'm back in the office now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I got stuff lingering you know, yeah. what's coming up. Mm-hmm. What's Because, com- you know, I get busy. Even with the business, with me going in and out, doing stuff with the yeah. schools and doing stuff with Kent, I'm still on a school schedule, right. a semester Have schedule. Have you had any more demonstrations? We're coming up soon in August. How's our boy Isaac? Isaac is doing great. I keep up and see him on Instagram. So he's doing his due. And now I'm in the trenches because I still have other things coming up. It's going to deal with schools and stuff. And that's August is just right there. It is. Some schools start back, especially the the high school and middle school in some of these counties and cities start back the end of July now. They start I know. To, well, the teachers and the principals go mm-hmm. back early. You know, I know some um, Facebook friends with a couple of principals and, you know, they've, they've taken their vacation now because they're like at the end of July. Right. They got to start rolling. Got to be back. School. They then got to be there doing, at least two or three weeks before right. the kids come. Then we're doing professional development uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. and Yeah. So uh-huh. and wellness is, is getting back hot again. Yeah. For the schools and stuff, most especially since our uh, state of Ohio are embracing what is called whole child, Mm -hmm. whole community, whole school. Mm -hmm. And that's all of the principles that we've been teaching Mm -hmm. about wellness. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, so we're getting busy. And that's a good thing, right? It is a good thing. But, yeah, I'm still going to enjoy the beautiful weather. Cause me since, too. Most especially since you remind me that <laughs> in a minute. Each day is getting shorter by the minute. Right. It'll and be, we're gonna be, it'll be 730 and yes. dark. And cold. And cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was your week like? Let's see. So I cooked dinner for, had a little dinner party for mm-hmm. some people okay. and cooked paella. Okay, yes. I remember you doing that. Did my paella. That was my favorite dish. And the the folks that I cooked it for really liked it. It was, you know, paella is always uh, challenging because it's like a two-day event. Mm -hmm. But the ultimate outcome is really good. But especially, you can't eat it because you're allergic. Aren't you allergic to shellfish? That's my daughter. Oh. She can't eat that. Right. Because I used to put it. I had to make two batches. One with just chicken and chorizo. One Mm -hmm. batch. And then the other batch with seafood. And what I ended up doing was like, was almost like fixing kosher because I put gloves on and stuff so mm-hmm. that I wouldn't handle because it's so easy to cross pollinate you know and they, the, the people that came to the party I said I hope you all have EpiPens so there's seafood pie and then there's just the chicken but that went well okay and then I went to an interesting concert I went to it was a big band concert with mm-hmm. you know and the singers were all like dressed like in the twenties, and they played music from like, I like Ginger I like, Rogers and Fred Astaire. I love the era. big band. Oh uh, my sound. goodness! I wasn't sure whether I was going to like it, especially or not, the, I wasn't when sure. it's the symphony playing. It was. It was like a maybe and the 15 orchestra. or 20 yeah and it sounds and very the great singers were dressed in tuxedos and mm-hmm. the women were dressed in gowns and they sang these old cold porter mm-hmm. songs and like you see on T- tcm channel mm-hmm. you know the dancing of the old so i just said you know that yeah was i fun. love the, the orchestra i need to it was i fun. need to they have something on the end of oh this weekend it's the orchestra playing at Blossom, they're playing Harry Potter's music. No, this coming weekend. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I, I told Nate, give me time. Let me look. Yeah. So I'm going to look so that you Is can go with Saturday us. Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Oh, so maybe we can find that. a, maybe Saturday. Yeah, let me look and see what's going on. Yeah. Be, oh, I love, but I, know, I I got love Harry Potter. Me too. Oh, and they got it, the orchestra playing. Oh, wow. But I was telling him, let's look for the weather because, you know, you don't want to yeah. be. It's outside. Yeah. You don't want to be yeah. in no rain listening. No. I, tell, I don't, I don't like Harry Potter that slu- much. And then slushing through that mud. Mm, 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 it's mm. not just the rain out there. It's mud. When yeah, because you're all on the lawn. And st- exactly. No. Yeah, so we'll have to but, yeah, I love that Speaking orchestra. which. <clears throat> I'm excited to start going down to the amphitheater. Yeah, right yeah, the, yes. You can take your chairs with you and sit on the mm-hmm, lawn. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? I went down a been? little bit, a, a little bit because the the reason why I checked it out for a little bit. Now they had a big concert this past weekend. Uh-huh. Lou Macklin, the Reverend Lou, was saying that section where we do our African American Male Wellness Walk because that's coming in August, uh-huh. August the 10th. Uh-huh. It's going to be compromised a little bit because some of that. Section Section and all that kind of stuff under the bridge and stuff. That's where the amphitheater and so all that even stuff know is. I where it is. I got to yeah. go down there and see where it is. Uh-huh. Oh, so they won't be able to do the walk and stuff like they've been used to doing. This, yeah, that so right? it's, it's compromised a little bit. They're going to oh. figure out how they're going to do things. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. yeah. And that'll be here in a minute. August the 10th. When August start rolling around, it's the year about to end. It, <laughs> 2019. Then taxes. Tap, tap. Taxes. Taxes all the goddamn time. <laughs> all the time. 
Vicky, you're hilarious. I can't take it. You're hilarious. It's like, oh what? We again? Again? <laughs> mm. Oh, that's uh, funny. What is going on this week? Well, Serena. Serena. Good for her. Oh, can you believe that? She got her picture with the, on on the um Wheaties box. Every you know every that's every. Even athlete, though I don't eat athlete, cereal, I don't really either. I don't. I've never been a Wheaties fan, but mm-hmm. every athlete, I guess that's your desire. To that's, be the on the box. that's the goal. That's the goal. That means you box. you have arrived. You have really arrived. Yes, and so yeah, yeah. How you think she's looking for Wimbledon? I hope so. Wouldn't it be? Just wouldn't it? She needs one more. Just Isn't that it, right? Yeah, to now bypass. Now, who is she So, Steffi Graf? Uh-huh, okay. to bypass her record. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's yeah, what I thought. that would be just awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, she tweeted this out. She said, you know what? In 2001, Wheaties paid homage to a true champion and an icon by putting on the cover of a Wheaties box, and that was Althea Gibson, remember? Yeah, yeah I sure do remember She her. was the first yeah. black woman tennis player. Uh-huh. To be on the box. And so yep. today she's honored. She will be the second. Yep. That's great. Isn't that good? Good for her. So kudos, like we kudos. always say. Kudos. Yeah, definitely kudos. Kudos to her. Yeah, kudos. And then, you know, this past Saturday, this Aww. past Saturday evening, we um, looked at the BET Awards. Yes. Thank 2019. you for sharing that with me. Yes. And we were just mm-hmm. talking about how Tyler Perry's speech, it just really mm-hmm. hit home. Mm-hmm. Most especially since he was getting, he was accepting the Ultimate Icon mm-hmm. Award, mm-hmm. BET Award for 2019. Mm-hmm. And we were listening to it and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, go mm-hmm. on and, and preach, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So we want to encourage everybody to go to YouTube and look up Tyler Perry's BET Awards 2019. And some of the key points, he, he kind of told a story of how he would listen to his mom, you know, when they were playing uh-huh. their games and stuff and how they would talk to each other and I encourage didn't realize each was, other. That his father was so abusive. Did you know that? No. So, yeah. And then he mm-hmm. talked about his father being abusive, but he also talked about how, you know, having that community mm-hmm. with our black women mm-hmm. encouraging we help someone mm-hmm. cross. cross, right? Yep. So, will someone help me cross? Exactly. That was his. Um, that was the theme. That was the theme. And so mm-hmm. he was saying that when he was young, it was an older man trying to get across this big highway, uh-huh. six lane in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he asked him, "Will someone help me cross?" And he decided, "Yeah, I'll go ahead and help you cross, mm-hmm. so that this guy can go to his school." Mm-hmm. Then, as he's gotten older. And he's becoming well-established. His goal as a black entrepreneur, especially in Hollywood, was to pay those folks like Viola Davis Mm -hmm. and Taraji, Mm -hmm. you know, help them, pay them as actors. But, you know, even when you look back at it, he helped a lot of of the older actors that were uh, white Americans that were out of work. Out of work. Yeah, if you look not just our black folk, right? If you look at his all his movies, Medea movies and stuff, you're like, and you look at those movies, you're like, wow, where has he been? Right? Where where has he been? Or where so he helped because there's a age discrimination too Uh in Hollywood. Yeah. So he helped those folks, and so his thing was, yeah, he was helping someone cross. Yep. And so he was saying, you know, when we talked about, because we talked about that here, Uh not this Oscar, but last year. Remember, we were saying Oscar so so white. white. You know, and he was saying, yeah, P. 
people want him to say something, but he was like, you know what? Let me be down here building my stuff. Exactly. You know, God bless the child has t- got his own. That's it. Yeah. He's gonna build his table yeah. so that he can uh-huh. help someone cross. Right. right. Exactly. He said he want not only to be an icon. He doesn't really want to be that. He wants to be an inspiration, mm-hmm. and he's encouraging all the folks that have these dreams to be entrepreneurs and all this kind of stuff. He said, own your stuff. So you know I love that. Own your stuff, own your business, own your way. Yep. So kudos to Tyler yeah, it Perry. Yeah, was an excellent speech. Thank you for sharing. I, I got to go home and blow that up and watch that again. And, watch it and, again. And Mary J. That's Mary J. Sad story. Oh yes, and she's making you know, a comeback. She been, she's been through the mill, but thank God she doesn't look like what she's been through. That, that as you they go. say, thank there you God go. she does not look like what she's been through. That that's it. Through she's been through. through something in the last four or five years, big time. And so and sometimes, so, sometimes you have to make those hard yeah. choices, and you have to say, you know what. I'll give this up. I'll move forward. Exactly. And that's what it seems like Mm -hmm. she's done big time moving forward. She has. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure she was surrounded by friends and family. Yeah, that's what she was saying. But I remember this song. And unfortunately, it it didn't really help Whitney in the end. But there was this song Mm -hmm. that once she was on Oprah, and I think this was after she had kind of recovered back from the drugs and so forth. And she came out and she sang this song about, you know, bending but not breaking. Yes. I don't know. I didn't know my own strength. Right. Is the name of the song. Uh-huh. And how she she reached down someplace within her and okay. got strength that she didn't know that she had. Okay. And I looked at was looking at Mary J thinking about the, the song that mm-hmm. you might bend, but breaking is not an option. Yes, yeah, like that like the African saying, and that's what Nate was talking about, the symbol of what an oak tree stands for, mm-hmm. most especially in an African family and in all of our families, but mm-hmm. most especially the traditional and African. African family, yeah, you get a strong oak tree, you build that foundation, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of wind and turmoil yes. for it to truly break. Yes. It bends, it yes. can bend all yes. the way to the ground. But breaking is not an option. Breaking is not an right. option. And right. we're in this thing together. Right. That's it. Right. So I just really love, I just love how we, sometimes when you have, you know, things like we got this whole political Mm -hmm. stuff that's going Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. and, you know, we got all this stuff coming up with the Mm -hmm. white supremacist stuff and Mm -hmm. so forth coming Mm -hmm. back in the limelight. Mm -hmm. I just really like how it seems like our African-American, our black community we're starting to say, you know what? Let's go back to our roots. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. let's build our community. Yes. It seems like we're getting stronger sometimes. Yeah. I guess we're yeah. realizing, hey, we on our own. Exactly. We better stick together yeah. and get yeah. this stuff going. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice how, and that's why Tyler Perry looking at BT and stuff. Some of these things that come out, you look and you go, wow. Well, that was just the thing with BET. I mean, they, the black, with Bob Johnson started that whole thing again with the thought in mind that a lot of African American actors weren't getting the kind of acclaim and jobs and stuff like that that they should have. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. Nat King Cole had his first show, and then, you know, a lot of the people, a lot of the advertisers, you know, he couldn't get advertisers to. to right, right. And, I mean, it wasn't like that was 100 years ago. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't right, like that was 100 so right. years ago. But you're so right, because we, we talk know. about, you know, we always talk about the civil rights and stuff, but that was just in the 60s. It wasn't like it was 100 years ago. It's it was during my 50s. lifetime. It was during my lifetime. Well, it's, yes. but it's 50 years ago. Yes, yes.
but he he's right. You know, mm-hmm. he, they were talking about that. But he said, "Well, I'm gonna have my own." Yes, it. And that way, you don't you control right. You control the narrative. You right. control the outcome. Right. And when you, you control have the process. Side. Right. And yeah. then because it takes a team. Even though there's a book I read and it's really good. I can't remember who the author is. I think the last name is Javis, but the book is called The Company of One. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. and it talks about a lot of folks, it seems like they have a solo entrepreneur practice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in actuality, behind the scene, they got a whole team of yeah. folk mm-hmm. because it takes a team it does. to get, you yeah. know, a lot of stuff yeah. going and for it to be uh-huh. consistent uh-huh. and forever right and so yeah even though we be (laughs) out here yes we got a team yes so we got to keep our team going and keep focused and so kudos to all of these folks that are coming out giving us inspiration yeah you know I feel inspired I I definitely felt inspired and reaching back and pulling people up with them with them yeah that's the key yeah Reaching back, and we got to learn how to do that. We do, and do it more. We're not as good as more we consistently. Be. I mean, I think I've always prided myself in being one to reach back and pull yes. up because I just feel like you got to train the next generation, right? And that's the whole yeah. establishment of what I do here yes. at Vicky Doe Fitness, but why I keep going in and out of Kent State yes. so we can have another Isaac exactly. up in here, right? Exactly, exactly. And students have to see, be able to see mm-hmm. someone that looks like you and me and mm-hmm. know that, you know, like he said, mm-hmm. that those young kids could look and see that mm-hmm. it was possible to own a studio like that on right. that land that yes. where Confederate soldiers yeah, were. Yeah, that was it. That that land belonged to a black man and that kids, little kids, could come out of households and do that. I just thought it was a, such a very inspirational. Very inspirational. You know, mm-hmm. talk. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. kudos. Now we're talking about something that's just really oh, getting on my nerves. It's, I'm getting pissed listening to the news with all this stuff about these migrant children. Mm, just sad. It says, and this was written on NPR, but <laughs> you can see it all on the news. That's uh-huh. what they've been talking about forever Mm -hmm. this weekend for the news cycle but it's talking about migrant children moved from border patrol center after an outcry and it so happened that more than 200 migrant children detained in a remote border patrol station in southwest texas you know that's a shame that's a shame they didn't have adequate food water sanitation and they were moved because people kept going what is going on here we heard they didn't have what toothbrushes nope no soap no, and no, water no so do you know they weren't bathing no. and there were people that diapers. went in there and said well we don't smell anything that's impossible there's no way you can have that many didn't you say they were like all together yes all, all mangled together mangled they were together. they were sleeping on cement yeah, floors yeah. and stuff i mean just can you imagine the sanitation in there i mean first of all the, the health department should have come through there where was the health department because you sh- i'm sure they were not disposing of waste products and stuff like they were supposed to so they, they said the people you had were, the little babies had nasty I'm diapers sure they did and so now you got waste disposal and then people eating food and not being able to wash their hands people it's having flu perfect storm that's for, what they said perfect storm for diseases yeah they said people perfect storm people the babies the children yeah. having flu uh-huh. and yeah perfect, perfect just storm. nasty situation perfect yeah perfect storm so yeah you know, the thing that makes me mad about this is we look down on other countries because of their 
whatever. And in here in our own backyard, this that's appalling. The United States, we're the great country. That's appalling for something like that to happen in our country. Shame on the people who allowed that to happen. Right, because somebody running the stuff. Shame on them. Somebody shame. running it. Shame on them. Yeah. You know, of course, you get people with the different organizations. They uh-huh. were trying to bring diapers uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. Did they, they turn them away? Turn no. them away. No. Turning away donations. Wow. That's deep. Wow. That's deep. That's very deep. Mm-hmm. Something has to be done. Period. Yeah, yes. it's getting it's getting messy. I know. It's getting messy. Mm. We will just uh, what say our prayers. That's all we can do. And try That's to get connected and see what's going on. And hopefully, to see they if move we can, these kids yes. out of the facility and so forth. And yes. if some one person has come through, yeah, because I think they did move them, but it's yeah. other it's other spots. Mm-hmm. Yes, other spots. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it is an outcry. So things are starting to be done. And so that's why it's important to to have people scoping stuff out. No question. Because you cannot believe, you can't believe what people tell you. You got to go and see. You got to go and scope it out. You got to go and scope it out. That's it. So kudos to those folks that that are scoping things out. it's a shame. Just shame shame on them. It's a shame. Shame. Well, every show, we try to have a health tip. And and this health tip, I thought was very important because now we're starting to go out and swim. I think here in our area, didn't the Northside pool open? Yes. Yes. And they hired new lifeguards and they're going to offer swimming lessons over there. Good. Which is great. That's That's the key. Going from not having, several years ago, they couldn't even find any lifeguards Mm -mm. over there. This is a predominantly African-American pool. Community. Uh Community pool. And now they have enough lifeguards and they're going to be able to do teaching lessons for the young African-American kids. Yes. Which you know, has been that whole big stigma about black folks not being able to swim. Right. And so now yeah. they're going to be taught. It's going to be good. accessible. So that's good. That's good. I mean, I know when Matt was in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. you know, one of the big things is that they have to swim. And so many of the African-American boys failed that part of mm-hmm. the basic training mm-hmm. because they couldn't swim. hmm they couldn't <clears throat> swim. And, you know, you got to be able to swim with full gear on and this Everything. Other, so you got to be a strong you swimmer. you got to be a very strong swimmer. And the, the African-American, many of the, not all of them, but many mm-hmm. of the African-American men had to do remedial and stay in there till they, they just, you know. You have you, to learn. You, you have to learn. You, you got to learn. learn how to swim. You got to learn. Yeah. That's it. That's why it's important that we do talk about pool safety as well. And so that's what our health tip is. Pool safety, you can find this on Vicido Fitness website, and it's written by Health Day News. And it says, a tragedy can happen in any swimming pool without proper supervision, says Intermounting Healthcare. Following water safety guidelines can prevent children from drowning. Intermounting Healthcare urges parents to, number one, Always watch your children who are in the water. Be alert. So true. Stuff happens in a second. Big time in a second. Mm -hmm. Number two, learn infant and child CPR. Mm -hmm. Number three, have a phone nearby in case of emergency. Number four, never leave children alone or with siblings. Number five, enclose a pool inside a fence. And number six, And that's the number one thing. Teach your children to swim. 
No question. You know, the sad thing, I don't know if you've been watching the Today Show over the last year or so, Bodie Miller, who was a skiing champion or whatever, they yes. lost their child last yes, year. Yes, they did. They just had another baby. Okay, okay. They lost a little toddler who was like two years old, and they've been coming back on television, however, you know, however sad they are, because they wanted to make sure that parents knew how yeah, fast then, something like this then could it happen. Just, didn't the baby just get in the pool? They couldn't find her? Right. She was gone like within, I mean, it was with seconds that she was gone. They were at a friend's house, mm-hmm. and then th- she just all of a sudden got the bright idea that, you know, she's not around. Maybe she's in the pool, and there she was. And it was just the saddest thing. I remember the day that they came on. The child had been, you know, gone for about three days and stuff, and they just were both crying. And now this time they have a new baby. They had some other children as well, but they have a new baby now. Okay. They're introducing this new baby to the little toddler girl who died. I just get that, you know, but, but again— you got to teach these kids at least to be able to get to the side, you know, even if they can't swim. Right. So, and that's what, that's what we did for all of our, even when we did our fitness stuff, Uh we always kept, especially at Kent, you know, I was actually in charge of the Uh aquatic stuff for the seniors, for the senior class. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of my duties. Dr. Doe. Yeah. For the senior exercise program. So yeah, we did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh And so, when we had the pool a part of our annex, uh-huh. I was in charge of the water aerobics. But we always kept, even on the sides of the pool, and I think a lot of the pools, we always kept some type of noodle or some yeah. type of something. Yeah. Even if you didn't have the, we still had the lifeguard yeah. jackets and stuff, yeah. but the no, the noodles right. and the, the little kicking pads right. and stuff, we taught that first. Because, you know, sometimes the elderly folks, they get their their strength is not adequate enough. Absolutely. To get themselves. Absolutely. So, but we can throw that out and yep. then whoever else is in the yep. reach that out and then just pull yep. them in that yep. way. Especially Unless if, the life you're, if you're not a lifeguard, don't try to save somebody because no, no, they no. get that dead man's grip and they don't take they, you down. They take you down. Yeah. But, yeah, we would do that. And then the lifeguard was always there. Mm-hmm. But if you're at home. Yeah. With your kids, exactly. and you don't have a lifeguard, mm-hmm. make sure you have the noodles and the stuff. Exactly. And all the kind of stuff that you, and a long, and I also have at my pool one of these long handle things that you use right. to take leaves and stuff out, but it's a long handle. Out. You can, and it goes the length of the pool. Mm-hmm. So can, if something can if happen, something you happen, can pull you can them at least in. pull them in. If they can just grab it, you can pull them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah. yeah, we always had those kind of things available uh-huh. too, but we're in a facility, so you're going to have a lifeguard. But right. see, most people at home don't have anybody. They don't have the no. lifeguard there. No. And, so and you got to have these people, things. If you don't swim, you can't get in my pool. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you got to have you no. gotta have these I things around. That. I can no. We the, my pool is not a waiting pool. It's Mm-mm. a quick drop off, and then now you in some funk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick drop off, and now you have just been <laughs> dropped off into some funk. Okay, <laughs> like George Clinton would say, you will have been dropped off into some serious funk. Because mm. I think an incident happened here with an organization uh-huh. and they had kids over their house to their pool and stuff happened. So yeah. it's just always, I don't, even if it's a personal pool, yeah. th- this is my thoughts when it comes to that for safety reasons. Even if you have a pool party, you're going to pay for the hors d'oeuvres right. and the stuff like that. Right. Pay for a lifeguard. Oh yeah, definitely. 
Because some course, people don't think about that. And I, and I used to do that. I used to get good Especially if you got JCC. kids. But then, of course, there's always the, as I've learned now 20-some years later, the horror stories that are now revealed to me by my grown children about the pool parties that they had at the house <laughs> when I was gone. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking we could have been put underneath the jail. Uh, just thinking they stuff They would wait until we oh de- would leave. Uh-huh. And the stories, you know, we never heard any of this. Everybody was quiet, quiet, all their friends. And now we were in Australia with, with John Stofko, who's in Australia now, one of Matt's friends. And they sat one night and, and told all the stories. Horror stories. Oh, my God. And you just want to go, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. Teenagers. So a pool is not all good. I mean, you just you know. gotta be. It's, you just you know. gotta be careful. But now you can have cameras out. See that. Oh, was Ned, the, yes. Yeah, you can put cameras out right. there. That's what you have to do now. You yeah, have to put cameras out. Because all of our houses have that. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now you know you get the mugs out your pool. <laughs> 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 and then now they got the technology where you just ring in and be like, you could be in Timbuktu. Exactly. And you can ring in, get the hell out of get my pool. Get the hell out of my pool. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. New technology. New more, technology. More security and more scrutiny. Yes, to yeah. keep people yeah. from doing dumb, I had, I had no stupid idea. stuff, right? I, one of the kids, I guess they had a big party, and I remember one day Al called me at home. He goes, come here, I got to come home. And I'm like, he never calls me at work or whatever. He goes, so you just get to sit down. So I go out in the backyard, and there were about 100 beer cans that had been buried in the back over in the corner behind. Some, one of them had some big beer. You know... <laughs> Some things I guess I'm finding out now as I'm older because I'm keeping myself from passing out. Right. When you think of all that could have gone wrong, drinking, swimming in a pool where there was no lifeguard and mm. no adult supervision, and mm. who, who else knew what else was going on? Mm, mm, mm. Thank God I don't look like what I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> but no, these are great tips for kids for swimming. And mm-hmm. I always advise, like my daughter, mm-hmm. that I always advise that you put a fence from the house to the pool. Have some kind of fence that has a lock yes. on it with these little toddlers. I had a fence from my house, from the patio, mm-hmm. so they couldn't go through that. There was a, another layer. Right. You have to continue to put layers because these kids, you, these little kids, you, you, they move fast. They do, don't they? Yeah, they're yeah. very inquisitive, Very too. inquisitive, just mm-hmm. like stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, you look around, they pull something on top of themselves. So yeah, speaking of which, I saw a news thing where... And I was like, oh, I got to tell my baby friends. They got babies. You know how you just leave your charger in the in the socket? Yeah. And, you know, you just leave it out like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Mine's is over here. Uh-huh. And then you just plug it into your phone. Yeah. Well, the baby was near it and put the tip of the thing. <sighs> Wet. Did the kid get electrocuted? Yeah, because <gasps> they put it right in the mouth. When I read that, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't God. even think about that. Oh, that's, you got any good news? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Of Isn't course, terrible? the water, the wetness, electric. Because, yes. you know, we leave it, and I was oh, like, oh, my, that's shoot. something I got to tell Mary about. Tell her. Oh. I said, let me tell all my, my me baby too. friends. Me, too. Me, too. Because you never think about that. No, that's new technology again. Yes. You don't think about it. You know, then, it's on the floor or whatever. You're going to plug it around. And that's what happened. Oh, my God. 
That's and it was just in the plug. Oh. And, you know, the little tip, oh. instead of going in the phone, right. it went in oh. her mouth. Oh. And awful. she was killed. Oh. Yeah. Electrocuted. Yeah. Oh. That's terrible. Mm. So that's another precaution oh. we putting oh. out there for oh. all of you folks that have the babies oh. and stuff. Unplug the stuff. Unplug it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I used to always have those little safety guards yeah, on anyway. the end. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So what's the latest, D? We'll so, move on. Yeah, officials record 100 new cases of Ebola, an ongoing outbreak in Congo in the past 10 days. So this is a news outlet that reports that in the past 10 days, officials have recorded, and this is up to date, nearly 100 new cases of Ebola in the ongoing outbreak in the Democratic Republic of Congo, a sign of fluctuating transmission. The World Health Organization said in an update today, the Democratic Republic of Congo will likely confirm another 18 new cases, which will raise the outbreak total to 2,265. As of yesterday, there were 1,510 deaths and 269 suspected cases are still being investigated, and they are still refusing to call it an epidemic yet. So mm. I don't know about the politics of all of that. And I was sharing with you that uh-huh. on the CDC website, the Kimbe Mutambo, the former NBA star who's from Congo, was mm-hmm. making a public service annou- announcement about, you know, what was going on with Ebola in Congo. Wow. So yeah. it's not going away, no. huh? No, not at all. Mm-mm. Wow. Nope. Nope. Well, today we talk about the problems and precautions of summertime in Northeast Ohio with the ticks and the mosquitoes Mm-mm. and the fleas and just Mm-mm. nasty <laughs> insects. <laughs> nasty oh, insects. Yes. And according to the CDC, illnesses from the mosquito, the tick, and the flea bites have tripled in the U.S. with more than 650,000 cases reported during the 13 years from 2004 through 2016. Dr. D. Banks-Bright, our co-host, but also an infectious disease specialist, will get us up to date on what we can do to protect ourselves from getting bitten by these infected, nasty, nasty <laughs> insects so that we can enjoy ourselves um, in this beautiful warm weather here in Northeast Ohio, but wherever it is warm Mm -hmm. and beautiful Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. So go ahead, Dr. G. So I wanted to start out just by talking about the main tick-borne disease that we so often talk about first, Lyme disease. When we think of ticks, we often think about Lyme first. I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way. It's the most frequently reported Mm -hmm. of the tick-borne diseases from the upper Midwestern and the northeastern United States. Some cases are also reported in Northern California, Oregon, and Washington. And in 2015, 95% of Lyme disease cases were reported in only 14 states, Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, and Wisconsin. The incubation period is about 30 to 30 days. And so what are some of the signs? Mm. Well, one of the big signs is what they call bullseye type lesion. It's a red ring-like or homogenous expanding rash. And the classic bullseye rash, which is what I'm talking about, where mm-hmm. it really does look, you know, you have central area and then you have surrounding circle. Um, that bullseye rash may, may not occur on everybody, but mm-hmm. some type of rash. Mm-hmm. Then you have flu-like symptoms, malaise, headaches, fever, myalgia, arthralgia, swollen lymph nodes. Mm. And then it goes into all kinds of different manifestations. The main thing uh, of the issues that I get with Lyme is that people call me on the telephone and they're like, I just got bitten by a tick. 
Mm-hmm. What should I do? Well, just to, to talk about that for a minute, I think the we didn't maybe 10, 10, 12 years ago, we used to say, well, you know, if you were bitten by a tick and you remove the tick, don't worry about it. Just wait till you get symptoms. But conventional wisdom now is saying that if you have if you have a known tick bite, you should probably go to your doctor so that you can get treated with a very pretty benign course of doxycycline okay. for 10 days. Okay. So that's what we're kind of recommending. But, you know, first, of course, go to your physician because you might be allergic to the medication. They have to bring something else on. Okay. So the bad thing about Lyme is that it often progresses from just that rash. This is what, what happens if you don't get it under control. You can have rheumatological manifestations, which are transient migratory arthritis, and you can get swollen, you know, swellings in your di- different joints. Uh, pains and tendons and the muscles and bones, a baker's cyst, which is a cyst behind your calf. If untreated, arthritis may recur in the same or indifferent. So it acts just like osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. You can also have heart problems. You can have conduction abnormalities in your heart where your heart, you know, has different electrical, you know, electrical signs on the EKG, myocarditis, pericarditis. Other manifestations are then neurological. These can be the worst. You get a Bell's palsy, you know, you get a drooped of your face. Meningitis, motor and sensory radiculoneuropathy, a mononeuritis. Like, it's kind of like the feelings that you have from a sciatica Mm. where you have all this pain in the nerves. Mm. Encephalitis, subtle encephalopathy. So people can actually even not wake up, you know. Wow. Um, Other things, mild hepatitis or enlarged spleen. So how do we make the diagnosis? We have all kinds of lab tests today that we use that tend to be pretty accurate. Now that we can do a lot of, you know, DNA testing, Mm -hmm. we don't rely on a lot of the old testing that we used to. So we do a lot of DNA testing and physicians are able to make the diagnosis that way. As an aside, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of controversy about Lyme disease over yes, the years. Yes. And as a matter of fact, when we go to the big infectious disease society meetings, wherever mm-hmm. they are in, on the West Coast and East Coast, mm-hmm. there is always a huge Lyme contingency of people in the front with their banners and posters berating us because they don't feel that the Infectious Disease Society of America has taken people seriously. And so there have been all kinds of things, the negative, there have been all kinds of things with Lyme that they, you know, physicians have benefited off of treating people that really didn't need to be treated. A lot of money has been spent. And then so that makes it bad for the people who really have the disease. So, you know, just as an aside, there's been a lot of controversy about the disease, but it's still out there. So how do avoid tick and mosquito bites this summer? I'm going to go through a little step-by-step guide before I go into some other specific diseases. Okay. Blood-sucking, or as Vicki says, nasty. Nasty. (laughs) Blood-sucking pests like ticks and mosquitoes can carry a host of diseases that can cause permanent harm or even death. Mm. Nothing ruins a vacation summer vacation, like picking up a serious illness from a tick or a mosquito. And there are plenty of reasons to spend time outdoors in the summer mm-hmm. and in any season, really, but from afternoons in the park to camping trips. But when it's warm outside, pests like ticks, mosquitoes, and fleas are particularly active. Mm-hmm. Those blood suckers aren't just annoying. They carry serious diseases. Mm. For example, mosquitoes can spread malaria, Zika, we talked about Zika when there was a big, big epidemic, time. didn't big we? Time. Yes. Dengue, 
chikungunya, which was when I go to Jamaica, the kids tell me all about it. They told me how to pronounce it. Okay. Chikungunya, West Nile, which I'll mention, talk about a little in a little bit. Okay. And other illnesses. Ticks can spread well-known illnesses like Lyme, as well as lesser-known scary conditions. And they're not. This is a new one that they're talking about. Okay. Powassan virus, oh. or an allergy to mammal products, especially red meat. In certain parts of the world, like the United States Southwest or Madagascar country, some fleas can still infect people with the plague. Remember the plague oh, yes. of the Renaissance? Yes. Cases of many of these pest-borne diseases are on the rise, so it's worth doing everything you can to avoid getting infected. Mm. With a reasonable amount of preparation, you can cut down your risk of contracting a serious condition that would have a significant impact on your life. So be aware of your risk and using the right products. So if you're traveling or moving abroad, know the diseases that you can get catch at your destination. Mm -hmm. A trip to a new place, especially in a tropical environment, means that you can pick up some of the diseases like like I mentioned with Jamaica, mm -hmm. chikungunya and dengue are okay. quite prevalent there. Then Zika. Remember mm. we talked about Zika where kids were born with defects. Yes. The threat of Zika virus in many Caribbean and Latin American countries is still very real. Since that virus can cause birth defects, the CDC advises that pregnant women and couples considering pregnancy avoid traveling to these areas. Mm. And partners need to be wary too as the virus now we know is sexually transmitted. Pass. Oh, right. Pass. That's another pass, right. Pass. Sexually transmitted disease. There are plenty of other diseases it's important to be watchful for. In many of the places where Zika is transmitted, dengue and chikungunya, both viruses that can be extremely painful and dangerous, they circulate too. It's important to put on as many clothes as you can possibly stand and then do a significant... Tick check, well, mostly tick check, or if you're in countries where the mosquito, do a tick check or mosquito where you've had bites. Ticks are some of the biggest threats in the United States. And the diseases spread by ticks are rapidly on the rise, with the CDC estimating that there were 300,000 Lyme disease infections in the United States each year, eight to ten times the number that gets reported. Mm. Different types of ticks carry different types of diseases. Black leg or deer ticks can carry up to six pathogens. Lyme disease is the best known. The lone star tick can spread an allergy to red meat and mammal products. And avoiding other pests requires different steps, though cases of plague from fleas are rare. Okay. It's worth being wary of fleas near dead rodents. And people out in Arizona need to be leery of those animals that promote, you know, with the dead rodents and stuff like that. Uh -huh. um, we still have some cases every now and then of the plague. Oh, wow. So if you're going to be walking through the woods or in a buggy region anywhere, the easiest way to keep a tick or, or a mosquito or a tick from reaching your skin is to make sure that the skin isn't it's covered. exposed. Right. Long pants, sleeves, and socks. Mm -hmm. And then you can also buy... You know, if you want to go that, if you're going to be out there, you, there are also clothes that you can buy that are treated with products. Okay. Did you know that? No. So if you want your clothes to help battle bugs, look uh -huh. for outdoor gear that's been pre-treated. They use as pyrimethrin. Okay. This may be particularly helpful for ticks, which are harder to keep away with some repellents. The chemical doesn't work on your skin because it doesn't stay on there, but clothes or camping gear that have been treated with pyrimethrin can deter bugs. According to a study published in the Journal of Medical Entomology in May, it takes less than a minute for the black leg tick nymph that can spread Lyme to die or become immobilized after being placed on pyrimethrin treated gear. 
Wow. So you can probably get that from that. What's that? Gander Mountain store yes, yes. or Orvis or some of those stores like that. Mm-hmm. Pre-treated clothes are good for around 70 wash cycles. And although you wash these separately, but you need to check the labels to see how long your treatment is good for. And you can also buy the wash and the spray to put on your clothes and boots separately mm-hmm. in the store. On a hot day at the beach... Many of us are not going to rely on long sleeves and pants to keep bug free. No. When it comes to choosing a repellent to uh-huh. put on your skin, select. And this is what I tell people, too. Uh-huh. You need to select something, not grandma's <laughs> stuff that she mixes up in a bottle, a plastic bottle <laughs> and sprays. Because these diseases today are dangerous. So you can't be mixing up vinegar and baking soda yes. and all of these ingredients. So mm-hmm. they have to be EPA registered. Mm -hmm. products. Mm -hmm. According to recent research, the most effective mosquito repellent contains DEET. Okay. And DEET is used all over the world. Or PMD, the active ingredient in oil of lemon eucalyptus. Yes. Most DEET products contain at least 20% DEET, which keeps mosquitoes and ticks away. And DEET is considered safe by the CDC. It's even safe for children over two months and Mm. pregnant women. Mm. But there's nothing for younger kids, younger infants, so you need to keep them out of harm's way. Mm -hmm. The American Academy of Pediatrics says to not use DEET concentrations higher than 30% on kids, children, and recommends they wash their skin after returning inside. And that's the Academy, American Academy of Pediatrics. Mm-hmm. PMD and oil of lemon eucalyptus should not be used on kids younger than three years old. Both DEET and PMD work on ticks too, though the protection doesn't always last as long. And then there are other lesser known products. And so what mm-hmm. this article also suggested is that when you come back mm-hmm. from being out in the field, mm-hmm. do a tick check. Okay. And look all over because sometimes you might not be able to feel it. And then I won't go over that in the article, but the article describes and talks about how to remove ticks. Probably you should have it done professionally so you can make sure that you get all the oh, tick the out. out. Yeah. yeah, because sometimes I guess they leave the head in yes. or something. Have you ever seen a tick up close? Uh, yes. They look nasty. Don't they? They look nasty. Um, one other aside before I get to mm-hmm. West Nile, because I want to talk about that as a big mosquito disease. Mm-hmm. People have pets. I know. And preventing ticks on your pets. Dogs are very susceptible, as we know, and vaccines are not available for most of the tick-borne diseases that dogs can get. And they don't keep the dogs from bringing ticks into your home. But just, you know, they also, you know, admonish people. Mm -hmm. Look over your animals, your Mm -hmm. dog and cat when they come in, because they're going to be bringing these stuff in, things in. Mm -hmm. And I know out there, there are a lot of, you know, dog lovers and cat lovers and stuff. And so where to check? In and around the ears, around the eyelids, under the collar, Mm. under the front legs, between the back legs, between the toes, and around the tail. Mm. So there you have it. So let's talk a little bit about West Nile. I did a television there about two years before last. Yes, I saw you. You see it? Mm -hmm. I had to do it. I think it was WFMJ. We had a a little (laughs) outbreak of birds in this area that had Mm. West Nile. So let's just talk about from the CDC about West Nile. So West Nile virus and dead birds. Mm -hmm. West Nile virus has been detected in a variety of bird species. Some infected birds, especially crows and jays, are known to get sick and die from the infection. Reporting and testing of dead birds is one way to check for the presence of West Nile in the environment. Some surveillance programs rely on citizens to report dead bird sightings to local authorities. So how do birds get infected with West Nile? Mm -hmm. West Nile is transmitted 
to birds through the bite of infected mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. Mosquitoes become infected by biting infected birds. Some birds that are predators, such as hawks or owls, or scavengers, such as crows, may become infected after eating sick or dead birds that were already infected with West Nile. So you see the cycle. Yes. Do birds infected with West Nile die or become ill? Yes. Since West Nile virus was discovered in the United States in 1999, the virus has been detected in over 300 species of dead birds. Mm. Although some infected birds, especially crows and jays, frequently die of infection, most of them survive. Can I get West Nile directly from birds? There is no evidence that a person can get infected from handling live or dead infected birds. Was well, probably not a good idea. I know. I know. <laughs> However, you should avoid barehanded contact, as I just said. If you must pick up a dead bird, I if you know. have a great desire to do that, mm. use gloves or an inverted plastic bag to place the bird's carcass in a garbage bag. Mm-hmm. What should I do if I find a dead bird? State and local agencies have different policies for collecting and testing birds. So you need to call your wildlife agency in your town and have them to come over and pick up that bird and have it tested. Why did some states and local areas stop collecting dead birds to test for West Nile? Yeah. Well, West Nile virus is found now in all 48 contiguous states, not in Alaska because that's not a contiguous state. And the virus circulates in mosquitoes and birds every year. Because West Nile is well-established, some states and local jurisdictions are no longer collecting dead birds for testing. Mm. Instead, they have chosen to shift staff and funding resources away from testing of dead birds Mm -hmm. to other areas of West Nile virus surveillance and control. The same thing that I mentioned in terms of protection with the ticks and so forth also go with mosquitoes, DEET products, um, permethrin products, oil of lemon eucalyptus, cover yourself. And then another thing that I didn't mention that I talk about when I go to Jamaica, only because it probably in those areas it's a little more prevalent to have that. Okay. Areas of water, mm-hmm. like um, I have this little picture that I take and show the kids, mm-hmm. flower pots that have may have stagnant water in mm-hmm. them. People who have children and leave the swimming little swimming pool with stagnant water in. These mosquitoes like these okay, water places. things. Okay. Or sometimes, especially in Jamaica because they're a poor country, they may have tires out in the yard that have water in them. And so mm-hmm. this picture from the CDC shows all. But in for, for us in the United States, suffice it to say, we have little children's pools. And mm-hmm. we may have flower pots with stagnant water. And you just might want to go in your backyard to see if there's anything that has some stagnant water that you might want to get rid of. Typically for us, the West Nile things for us starts coming around August. I think we maybe had one case last year. I think that might have been in Mercer County. I don't know if we had any in Trumbull or Mahoning, but there's a lot of surveillance that goes on. There is no treatment. I have had one patient who ended up having West Nile, and I backed into it only because I tested him for it, and it ended up that he had. He lived, but it was a pretty, you know, he suffered a lot, a lot of headaches, a lot of arthralgias, you know, aches and pains in your muscles and so forth, and he survived. Many of the elderly people that you have to worry about, Uh, when they get West Nile, it may affect their brain. So that's when you're dealing with the encephalopathy and all that Mm. stuff that goes along with it. So just be careful when you're sitting outside. I always have my mosquito and bug spray with me. Uh, I don't know about you. Don't you? Oh, yeah, because I don't like mosquitoes. You know, I know. No. I don't like anything buzzing Mm -mm. and crawling. (laughs) Nasty. (laughs) 
So that's my spiel so, for the summer. Right. So therefore, that's my spiel. So therefore, too, you I don't stay do inside. <laughs> Your you idea don't see of camp- me doing camping. See, my idea of camping is like yours, the Holiday Inn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't put a tent up in the Holiday Inn, too bad. No, I don't like creepy crawling. Oh no. Mm-mm. And I'm bad. My mother's worse. Is she? Oh, I don't she like. Light I don't like creepy crawling. Not a, and then the thought buzzing. of. And then the thought of opening up that little camp thing and looking into the eye of a bear. I'm. I'm good. No, no, no. I'm straight. And then we spot. We spot the little yeah. um, black bears in our neighborhood. Remember? Exactly. They spotted. Yeah. Exactly. So, so no, 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 no. <laughs> no. So everybody, just be careful out there. Cover up. Wear clothes. Carry your deep products with you. If you're going overseas or the Caribbean or whatever, be careful and mindful of the diseases that are over there and, and... and don't even go to and the Dominican Republic. Forget oh it. Oh, my goodness. They, well, you know what? We didn't one. even talk about that. It's another one now. Another person who passed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's up to like nine or ten people. And they can't figure out what's going on. I mean, we didn't even talk about that and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's in the same hotel, hotel. resort. It's reminding me of what happened in the early 80s with Legionnaire's disease. You know, all those Legion people came to this hotel in Philadelphia and they all got sick and then they found this bacteria in the air ducts. Yes, I remember that. And named the disease Legionnaire's disease, which Mm -hmm. we still see today. Mm -hmm. So it's just making me wonder, is this some kind of Legionnaire's? And the people get sick and they die fast, apparently. Fast, they get uh, Is that what you've heard? Yeah, heart attacks and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like they get it and there's there's no returning from mm-hmm. it. So just be careful out there, everybody. Yes, so, that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dee. You're welcome. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Now, this Inside Show, Dee, so what tips do you think in summary from well, what you've said? It's early summer. Uh-huh. Um, just remember that the tick and mosquito season will be upon us, especially if it's hot now. And if you have any animals, check your animals before you let them in a house. I told you all those areas to look at. And just be careful. Yes, be careful. Just be careful. Because, you know, we always, when we think about sunshine, we always think about protecting ourselves from the sun and sunscreen. But we need to think about bringing our DEET and everything else with us, right? Yeah. And it's not just those. I mean, last year I had a huge, a really horrific bite from a bumblebee. And my arm blew up and everything. It was was awful. And I took care of, you know, I fortunately didn't have to go to the doctor. But I ended up dosing myself with, you know, I took Benadryl and I took this. And I ultimately ended up having to take a Meldral dose packs. Oh, wow. Those insect bites can be pretty deadly. You know, so people just, you just need to be careful. Be And I, I always encourage people to have those burning things on the outside, those candles that have the yes. citronella is what I'm trying to say. Yes. They don't kill everything, mm-hmm. but they do keep the count to a dull roar. Right. Because they definitely don't like those. So mm. citronella, that's what I was telling you for, for Natalie. Yes. The citronella candles. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. So, so yeah. those are the things yeah. we got to think yeah. about as we do our picnicking. As you do your picnicking. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's time to have a picnic up at your house. Yes. At the dough house. At the dough so, house. Yes. Shade dough. <laughs> yes. Shade dough. Like we talk about shade trotters. Shade dough. That's right. it. There you right. go. <laughs> That's it. And as always, for more information, go to our website, www.vickidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. 
You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com. <laughs>